welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 184. Hurry, we're cutting into Wingman's Mass Effect 3 time. Uh, I am your host. Thank Brian you for PG joining. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> uh, along with me is Rob, also known as Presar. Say hi, Presar. Hey, what's up? And I'm also you known as the elusive Presar. Yeah, you took too long. <laughs> and Wingman709, Mark, hey. hi. Yep. All right. So, what do you guys been playing? That's this it week? for the, that's it for the friends <laughs> list. <laughs> All right, let's take it out. We're out of here. <laughs> so, uh, like we mentioned, uh, you know, our show was delayed last week, so uh, Mass Effect Three was out, and everybody knew you were not home, and now you are home, and you got the itch for Mass Effect Three. So, um, luckily, GDC was going on this week. Not much, too much news. So, this might be another short show, but hey. We're here. We're going to talk about some fun stuff and then let Wayne get back to uh, Mass Effect 3. So what have you guys been playing? Mass Effect 3. Okay, Rob? Mass Effect 3. All right. Um, How about you, Brian? We, well, we, can, we, we can talk a little Mass Effect 3 because I'm curious to hear some stuff, seeing that I am playing Mass Effect 2. Uh, I've spent about... 14 hours this weekend playing Mass Dude, Effect 2. You are so, like, 2010. What? So, get with the times. Get with the program. Hey, hey, Bron. Mm-hmm. Careful. Don't give away any spoilers, okay? I won't. <laughs> so, for the people who have played Mass Effect 2, <laughs> I just got finished with the collectorship. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I'm playing it. I'm enjoying it. I can see how here, you know, I'm just basically trying to get everybody's loyalty and all that fun stuff. Um, and then I can move on to the next one. But uh, other than Mass Effect 2, I've been playing Battlefield 3. I tried I Am Alive. And I also tried the Tiger Woods, new Tiger Woods demo. Um, I like golf games. So, um, did you guys try I Am Alive? Negative. No. Okay. I was excited for that game, but shortly after playing the first part of it, I turned it off and deleted it off my hard drive and don't plan to ever play it again. <laughs> really? Um Wow. It it was it was neat. Um I think it could have been interesting, like the story and stuff like that, but just just the gameplay is just you know, you have this stamina bar and of course, like you're in this time where everything's destroyed, but anytime you climb, like you're you have to hurry up and climb because your stamina will go, like will fall away. And if it goes, you know, if it completely goes away, then you fall to your death. And it, it's just like I don't know. I mean, it was kind of cool where a guy walks up with a guy walks up with like a like a baseball bat and I pulled out my gun, but there's no bullets in my gun, but you're pretty much trying to fake him out. And I accidentally pulled the trigger and it goes click. And the guy goes, <laughs> Hey, there's no bullets in that gun, you know, and then Uh-oh. tries to come and get me. So, I mean, uh, it, it, there were some neat things. I don't want to completely dis, you know, diss it or, you know, say, don't go spend your money, go do the demo. If you like it, get it. Um, for me, it was just, I'm not going to spend my points on it. Um, but you know, go out and try it. Let me know how it is or what you guys think of it. Maybe next week or whatever, if you get a chance, get a step away from your Mass Effect three for a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's all I played. So we can move on to stuff. Um, real quick for updates. Um, everybody knows times, uh, times after dusk is um, the people that do um, have our intro music. And uh, we, I actually, I work with the guy who's on there. And uh, he's updated his site. Um, they got the a newer version out. And he has taking all, taken all the audio that's going to be on the album. And they're all available to be played or listened to online. Um he has a couple more things to compile before he actually gets impressed or, or the final copy, but he does have them out there. You can hear the new quiet hand and, and a couple of the other songs. I've listened to the whole album. Um, I actually messaged the wing. I was like, guess what I'm listening to. I'm one of the first people to listen to, you know, 
times after dusk's new album but when you got to listen to him did you like him i listened to through their website yeah and um yeah i i really like this band um i'm I, i'm gonna be honest though i do not care for the new quiet hand version i really like the original um yeah but it's it's still great i mean it you know they are really a very talented group i think so I am really looking forward to getting their album, and when they have discs to buy, I will actually purchase their album. So uh, we'll be more than happy to support them. I think they're really good. So yeah, I, I mentioned to like I like the I like the sound of the instruments and the music of the new Quiet Hand, but I prefer the singing of the old one because it's more like of a rock, more heavier. Mm-hmm. I guess the older one's more heavier, um, but the sound and just how crisp it is and stuff in the new one. I kind of like that. But yeah, yep. go out go out and check out the website. It's in our show notes every week and you can listen to their music. Um, all right. FNL, did anybody get on Friday? Did you guys play any uh, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer? Yep. Okay. Um, how'd, it, how'd it go? It went good. I only I actually got home Friday night from my business trip, so um, I didn't play a lot because I had been gone all week. So I wanted to, you know, after I spent got home, had dinner, and spent time with the kids and the wife. She went off to go clean up, you know, the kitchen and all that stuff. So I said, "Hmm, okay, <laughs> I have a few minutes." It's like, hmm, should I help her in the kitchen or should I go? Hmm. <laughs> So I took the few minutes to go and get online. Um, was playing with Mudtastic, Old Man from Mars, and um, ah, who else was with me? We had a full room. My apologies to though the the one that I have left out, who was a community member. So I, I know it was all you know. I knew everybody in the group. Um, oh, I think it was Major Spork actually. I think we were playing with Major Spork. Um, so, yeah, we were playing. We got our little group together. Uh, we are playing. So I did only about two rounds uh, Friday night, and that was it. Because then I, I left because I wanted to spend some time with the wife. So, um, And then I didn't really get much of a chance to play on Saturday either. But today I got my time in. But, um, yeah, we, we did some multiplayer for Friday Night Life. So I, I don't know, Rob, were you? I didn't see you on. I don't know if you were playing the campaign or what yeah i played the campaign only i haven't done any multiplayer yet hmm. well cool what do you guys think of the game i'll let you go first it, rob okay well, it, it was interesting because you know it's been so long since i played mass effect 2 and so i, I was playing 3 and it's like wow this game is so cheesy <laughs> <laughs> it was. It really reminded me of like a bad sci-fi movie. Uh, initially, at first, I mean, like awful acting and you know this like cheesy, nasty music in the background, and that was my take on it for like the first fifteen minutes or so. And then I started getting into the story, and that all went out the window. So it's it's funny how it kind of flipped, and then you know once the story took over and Mass Effect 3 is it's pretty well known for the story and uh you know it, it, I, I'm really into it and I'm actually looking forward to playing and I'm actually even thinking about playing it after we record but uh, uh one thing that I did is instead of playing as Shepard I decided to play as uh the woman character and there's a weird thing it's like uh you know, maybe ten minutes into the into the movie, you're walking around in the was it the ship or space? I think it was on the Normandy actually. You're you're walking into Normandy and then you see this other guy and he's like looking at me, you know, like that. I know you look and I'm like, Don't look at me <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I guess the regular shepherd probably didn't get that look. But uh <laughs> Uh, that was interesting. He's probably getting look at you like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> I know, right? I'm, no, that's literally like the kind of look that it was. <laughs> I'm like, "Stop it!" <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's good. It's good. I, I really like it. Uh, 
and I'm look, really looking forward to actually finishing the first Mass Effect for me. I give it a double thumbs up. How about you, Mark? Um, all I've been able to do so far is play mostly multiplayer because every time I get on, uh, and this isn't a complaint, so I'm not asking people to stop doing it. But every time I get on, it's like, all right, I'm going to start the campaign, and then you go, you get a couple messages, hey, want to play? You know, inviting you to the multiplayer. So, um, the multiplayer is a lot of fun, and uh, the I don't know if you, well, Rob, you don't know this, and Braun, hmm? uh, I'll give you the warning. Uh, Mass Effect Malt Three multiplayer has microtransactions. <laughs> um, you don't have to do it, but it it is available for you when you're playing the game. If you guys played the beta, you could unlock the recruit packs and the veteran packs. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also a specter pack, which costs 60,000 credits. Uh, the, the, the recruit packs are 5,000. The veterans are 20,000 and the specters are 60,000. So obviously you're going to get some good stuff in the specter packs and you're, I think you're guaranteed a rare item in that, but, um, so you earn those credits by playing the game, playing the multiplayer, you know, earning points and stuff. But if you want to, you can purchase those packs with Microsoft points. Of course you Jeez. can. So I did purchase a Spectre pack for two bucks the other night. <laughs> nice. oh, it's, only, it's two bucks. I mean, it's the same. That's the same thing that EA does with Tiger Woods and <laughs> NHL and stuff. Um, they are typically like one, two dollars or so. Yeah, but you know what the difference here is? You don't know what you're getting. Yeah. It's a it's a grab bag. It, it is. You guys remember the grab bags? Yeah. <laughs> Pay me a dollar, grab bag. There may be the one special baseball card in there. Yeah. Hot <laughs> luck. So it really is kind of a – and I just did it once, and I was like, let me just see what you can – you know, for the heck of it. I was like, oh, I can spend two bucks just to see. But the thought – I will say today, the thought crossed my mind to do it again. And I'm like, no, no, don't start down that path because you'll just be blowing money like crazy. So I didn't. But um, it was funny because Gabbers was in our uh, party the other night. And after I did it, I was like, after I made the purchase, I was like, yep, 72 bucks. And he starts laughing. He goes, what are you keeping track of how much money this game's costing you? I was like, yep, $60 <laughs> for the game, $10 for the day one DLC, uh, which was partially already on the disc, and $2 for a Spectre pack, $72. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping track, because if I don't, then I, I'll have $150 in this game and not even realize it. So, And then EA will be going, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got to keep track of it. But um, it's there, so just kind of keep that in mind. Don't don't get carried away with it. Um, yeah, the multiplayer is fun. Lots of characters. Uh, if you did play, when you first jump in, you get a free veteran or a free recruit kit. You get this free pack. And if you've played Battlefield 3, you actually get another free unlock kit when you first start. Um, and you get a Battlefield 3 soldier to play in Mass Effect. Uh, multiplayer so and then you get um, you know a whole a bunch of weapons and stuff or you know other supplies that you get for free so that was kind of cool a little bonus for for that um and otherwise the campaign i'm not really that far into it um i was planning to play all day and i actually <laughs> this is not in and this is in no way indicative of the game I was in the middle of a conversation and I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep with my controller in my hand. I'm sitting in my chair. <laughs> and then I woke up a few minutes later and I'm like, oh, and it was sitting there at the dialogue wheel. So I, I'm like, okay, well, select the next one. Bam. I was out again. I was like, I was so tired today. Um, so I was like, finally, I just shut it off. And I, I, I told the wife, I said, I'm going up to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I laid down, was instantly out, and I slept for a solid two hours. I am You're not old. a person that takes a nap. I never, I, I don't do that. So I don't, I don't blame the game. It's not the game was boring. I, I wanted to play. <laughs> I was so tired. But, um, so no, I'm not that far into it, but I like it. I'm, I'm wanting to get a little further into it. I'm waiting for it to really ramp up because uh, I know Mass Effect 2 was just 
man, I was it, it was so good. It was so good. And then right now I, I kind of feel like I'm just going through the motions or we're just, you know, but everything's just setting up. So once it's all, you got the whole flow of everything and I start my journey, which I'm, I'm now to that point where I'm on the Normandy and I'm going to start using the galaxy map to bounce around. Um, this is where it's going to get, you know, all the action kicks in. It's just going to be a ton of fun. So is that after Mars? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was, um, Wow. I didn't like the way that ended. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll just leave it at that because like, I don't yeah. want spoilers. But um, we are going to have a after the show show probably maybe next week. Um, I know Gabbers has asked me to do a Mass Effect 3 spoiler show type of thing, but it'll be after our regular podcast. So I'm going to get with him, see if he wants to record it. I know he's beat the campaign already. Wow. Um, I don't really want to do it until I've beat the campaign, and I don't know if I'll get it. I doubt I'll get it done this week. Um, my understanding is about How many hours is it? I believe it's about 30 hours. Oh, wow. So so I don't think I'm going to be able to get that done in a week. Man. So, but I I can put every effort towards it. (laughs) So if I can get it done, but we will have one eventually here. Um, we'll get and just kind of, you know, warn everybody. We're gonna, rest of the show is going to be about that type of thing. But what do we do that? We did that with another game, and uh, it, we got people really liked it. Was it Halo? Was it Reach? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember what it was, but I don't know. But yeah, we did it before where we just said we finished the, the basically the podcast and then went in for like another hour of talking about a game and um, it, it met with good reception. So it was Gears. We did it Gears 3. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's true. So we're going to do the same, but we're going to it's going to take a little longer Mass Effect because it's going to take longer to get through it. Um, so but we'll have something like that for you guys to listen to in the future if you want. So. But it's, it's guys, a good game. Do you guys remember how many hours the other uh, Mass Effects were? Were they all like 20, 30 hours? Or? My, the F- Mass Effect 1, I think, was 20. Like, I got it done in 23. I didn't do all the side missions. I have a buddy that's just recently played them all as well. He did the first one in 29. And the second one was like 35 or something like that. So, yeah, they're they're all around that area. Okay. So, it depends how much of the side stuff you do, I guess. Right. right. Cool, cool. All right. Well, thanks for the not many reviews, but info on the game. Um, the next thing on the list, do we have a giveaway? Or is that just in there for oh. um, yeah, the we last. Okay. I think we got some stuff to give away. Alright. Um, how about a female? This is for all our females out there. Uh, Master Chief Avatar Armor for female. It is R D C M F X six B C M B F G D seven P C nine P three G H V eight Q and that's compliments to Sergeant Stiffy. All right. So thank, <clears throat> thanks again. Thanks again, Sarge. Appreciate it. So starting out topics here. Let me start off with asking you guys a question. What do you guys think about like betas, not not demos, but betas. Definitely like multiplayer, be- you know, multiplayer beta. You know, you have games like Battlefield. Um, you have Halo. Obviously, Battlefield's done betas before. Halo's done beta. Um, we're gonna have a Ghost Recon beta coming. Uh, Modern Warfare has never done a beta. Have they? 
Not that I can think of off the top of my head. No. Not re- not recently. I don't know if they did. Okay. Um, what do you what do you think about like multiplayer betas? You think they're good ideas? Do you, I mean, it's worth it. As far as what they collect, I guess if they use what they get with it, like Gears of War is obviously did a beta, and I think they did a good job this time <laughs> with it. But what do you guys think? Do you think it's no biggie? If it has one, it has one, or depends on what depends on what they do with it. If if you get someone like Halo's done it, and you know that those guys Bungie use that information to improve the every aspect of the multiplayer experience before the retail game ship, then it's great. I, I love it. I think it's a good thing. And I, I think that they should leave it more open to the community, not not have it all closed off and go through hoops to try to get into. Um, right. And let's just, you know, put it out there and, you know, see what happens and, and, and fix what breaks and stuff. Um I like that, but if you're going to do where I feel like Battlefield 3, I don't think that that was a beta. That was a demo, because that came out right. right before the game released. That was more of a demo. Um, so don't call it a beta and say you're going to test when the game comes out two weeks later. You know, it, you don't have time to get in and do anything with it. Um, Gears, Epic did a great job. Bungie does a great job. So for those guys, and if people follow their... their methodology then yes i think it's great otherwise don't bother with it if you're not going to fix anything you're not going to really use the data then just put your game out and leave it at that so so it's good that you mentioned halo um seeing that bungie's done it with halo all the other i think except for the first one um halo 4 is not going to have a beta do you think that speaks Good news, bad news, doesn't really matter as far as the news at all. Um, I mean, what it was the, the way it was stated was, you know, the question is, will there be a public multiplayer beta like Halo 3 and Halo Reach betas where everyday people got to, uh, to play them? With this being 343's first Halo game and entry into the franchise, it seems like something very important. And here was the answer. From Mr. O'Connor. O'Connor? Frankie? Frank O'Connor, yeah. O'Connor, yeah. So, um, while we are testing Halo 4 code gameplay and systems at a significant scale to get excellent data, input, and feedback, we are focused on publishing and shipping our experience for the duration of the year. And splitting resources to manage and build a beta is not in our schedule. So, what's that? That type of answer there makes me think like, oh no, Microsoft's rushing is rushing them. You know, we got to make the release date. We got to make the release date. You know, so and so and so. So a lot of a lot of people said the same thing. They don't want to do a beta. They don't want to do a demo um, because it even a demo. Which okay, a beta yeah. a beta is going to take more resources than a demo mm-hmm. because not only do you put it out there, then you have to have people review the forums for the beta threads to take in all the information you've got to watch you got to track all the the data on the network side with the heat maps and everything else they do and then you got to go in and fix everything a demo is just here we're going to cut and package a section of something we've already built and just package it into a little piece which once that's done that's it so and people don't want to do that because it takes resources away from the game so i i think it's in this case, it's probably really smart for them not to do it because remember, it's it's a brand new developer development house taking over a very big franchise. If you release a beta, people will rip it up, even though it's beta code and it's not final code. They're oh, already yeah. their final code's already going to be judged ridiculously hard against Bungie. So why why you know why put yourselves in I think you're going to shoot yourself in the foot if you put beta code out there and it's just I think you you could potentially hurt your sales. Yeah, I mean my only thing is is that it's that they should 
I mean, they pretty much have all the code and everything from Bungie, and the multiplayer for Halo is already good as it is. So you would think that this thing isn't going to come out and just be a hunk of, you know, crap. It's already got a good base underneath it and so on and so forth. So, I mean, I'm not too concerned when I read this, but I was kind of, I was just like, oh, okay. My first, my, like I just said a minute ago, my fear was like, okay, they don't have time and resources. That's They didn't want to put resources, and I understand that. But are they are they stretching themselves too thin because they need to try to make a release date? They need to try to do this or that. I don't want them to be rushed. I want the game to be awesome. You know, and I'm not comparing, I'm not going to compare them to Bungie. It's going to be a Halo game. I know I'm going to enjoy it. But the thing is, it's like, you know, if it's all about making the date, making the date, I don't want them to be rushed. I want them to have as much time as they need to make their first Halo game. So well, that was my only main yeah. concern. And hopefully, my, I mean, that's all in the hands of Microsoft. You know, they're going to push it to sell consoles and or whatnot, need a holiday release. But, you know, I think that's also, they know that's their big franchise. That's their bread and butter. And hopefully these guys realize that it's going to have, everybody's going to look at it with a lot more critical attention. And you don't want any negative press out of this. Right. You need this to come out of the gate with flying colors. So um, I think, yeah, I think I don't have a problem with it. I, you know, I really don't. I'd rather them focus on the game and get it out, not worrying about a beta and then all having to deal with all the negative PR that might come out of beta code. So, I mean, it didn't hurt Battlefield as bad as that was and as much as negative press it got. But that was also the same developers that has been all along. So, you know, it's like you almost get a pass where a brand new development taking over a, a major franchise is not going to get that kind of free pass. Right. <laughs> so, it doesn't worry me. Yeah. So. Well, that's the news. No Halo 4 beta. But uh, speaking of taking all the time in the world to build a game... Wait a minute, but... How? What about all those beta sites that I keep seeing? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, the Microsoft end up winning a lawsuit against the one that we mentioned a while ago, and they're actually going after another one now. Cool. So, yeah. But so, like I said, speaking of spending all the time in the world to build a game, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what game do you have to talk about? Oh, you're talking about me. Yep. Oh, you know what? This this does not make me happy, Braun. Oh, don't worry. I'm. I think I'm on the same page as you are. Today, today is a sad day, and I really don't know what to do. I'm really, 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 really torn, and I'm going to beg the community to reach out either in the show notes, in the comments for this show note when this on our main site, or send us. Post your comments in the in the in the forums on on this game, or send us a voicemail. Even better, call us and leave a voicemail, and we'll put it in the next show. I want to know what you would do or what your thoughts are in this situation. I have said on previous shows that I will no longer give GameStop my money. I don't like their business practices of taking product out of a box that a customer is supposed to get just because it, quote, competes with a service of their own, which their service isn't even available. A year later, it's still not even available. Yeah. So um, they ripped off the consumer, plain and simple. So I said, I, and I went and ripped all my, pre, my pre-orders from them, took them to other, other places. Now I've pretty much gone to Amazon for all my pre-orders. Now, if I order Ghost Recon, Future Soldier, from from Amazon, I'm going to get my $10. I'm going to get it for $10 cheaper because I got a $10 game credit from my, my Mass Effect. I will also get another $10 credit for a future purchase. So I'm going to get the game 10 bucks off. Well, it was just released the other day that there's going to be Ghost Recon Future Soldier Signature Edition, which looks to be a GameStop exclusive only. And here's what you get. Two bonus in-game weapons, an MK-14 and an AK-47, which I think is garbage because I like the AK-47. 
I like using that. Uh, I use it all the time in the Rainbow Six games. That was my weapon of choice. Um, bonus head customization mode. There's like 48 different heads. or uh, Is it 48? I got the thing here. Um, like different headgears and hats and glasses and goggles and all that garbage, right? Um, but weapon skins, bonus weapon skins. Okay, and, and that stuff, I don't care about. Complete, I mean, I'd like to have the weapons, and I think it's garbage that I can't get an AK-47 unless I buy the game from GameStop. That really irritates me. But it also comes with a bonus co-op multiplayer map. Now, the reason I'm struggling with this is because the biggest thing I want from this game is the co-op. I want to play the co-op missions. That's what I loved so much about Gra 2. That's where I put all the hours in. It's not multiplayer. If this was like a multiplayer-only map, I could care less. But it's a co-op map. If I buy this somewhere else, and if all of us in the community, we don't all buy this from GameStop, that means we can't all play together on this map. So... I'm really thinking I might have to order this from GameStop, and I really don't want to. And I don't know if this map will ever be available to download as DLC. My guess is it won't be because in the map, if you watch the trailer for this, you were fighting it out in front of a GameStop. So GameStop oh. is in the game, in the in the level too, which would also irritate me every time I played it. <laughs> <laughs> because I would see oh, yeah. and know I gave him my money. So see um, for that for that there I, I that that map isn't going to be anything important to me seeing that they have to have their store in it. Hey, hey, hey wing what, what do you think about if let's say if the game had microtransactions and you had to go into the GameStop <laughs> to Oh buy dude it. don't even start that. <laughs> Can we Please. kick him out of here? <laughs> that's that's when I give up on that game franchise. I think. <laughs> well, it was it was funny when you mentioned this to me when you're saying, "Oh, I might have to, you know, go back on my thing." It's just just pre-order stuff in general has gotten way out of hand, you know. And I, I mentioned to you the the whole Mass Effect. Yeah, you know, you have to spend like eight hundred dollars or whatever if you wanted to get all the pre-order bonuses from all the different locations and stores and this and that. It's just, can't, can't we just buy the game <laughs> and get everything that you're supposed to get with the game that the developers create for you? Nope. Cause they make, the thing is, is they make GameStop will make deals with the developers yeah. to build the content that's only available through them. And it, it, it's I understand why the retailers want it to drive traffic to them, but it, it's still it just it's a slap in the face to the gamers who can't get everything that's available for that game unless they go buy multiple copies of it. Right. And yeah, it irritates me too. It's just I wish it was a practice that they would stop. And what's going to happen a, when if it, gets it was to just a general if it was just a general pre-order bonus that doesn't bother me. Where everybody oh, got it. Yeah. Oh, right. you want to order? You want to, you know, get this bonus map or whatever? Make sure you pre-order the game from anyway. one of our one of our retailers. That that doesn't bother me a bit. But it's like, oh, you want, you know, this gun? You got to order it from here. If you want this gun, you got to be from here. And oh yeah, if you want the end of the ending of the game, you have to get it from GameStop. If you want. If you, you know. want the ending of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, I think that might be a little uh, going overboard, Braun. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing with the AK-47 is I'm curious if it's just an early unlock. Because there is no way they would not have the AK-47 in a game unless you ordered it from a certain place. Well, I mean, we saw this with Battlefield. Um, they had all kinds of different unlocks from different retailers and stuff. Um, they had, um, GameStop had the best option there too. They had a weapons unlock pack. Now, is that available to purchase for Battlefield 3? Yeah, I don't know which weapons it was. You'd have to write them off to me to even know if they're available to unlock it generally in a game, you know, but I don't think there's a purchase or anything like that to buy them. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to do a probably regular Google search here to see if I can find out the information what the unlock was for the pre-orders because it's not going to be on their pages anymore. Right. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was everywhere you went. It was all different. Like, yeah, Amazon had the dog tags. Right. Um, GameStop had the physical warfare pack. Um, Best Buy had the Spec Act kit. Yeah. With the new eight multiplayer skins. So that's right there. You'd have to essentially order it from three different places to get all of the upgrades. Right. So I don't know if the physical warfare pack is something you can purchase now separately. Because that had a bunch of stuff in it. I don't think you can. It has the Type 88 LMG, a flash suppressor, flechette ammo, and a Deo 12 shotgun. Oh, yeah. See, that's all stuff you can unlock in the game. Okay. I, I think it's probably just... I think it was just, like, early unlock. Because even the Spec Act kits and stuff, like, the... I think you unlock it through regular gameplay as well. I mean, even if they if they wanted to do something like that, well, I, I guess I guess it's okay to do something like that if it's something you can unlock in the game. You know, just by playing it, and you're just getting an early unlock for it. So be it. But when it's literally not going to be there, because and uh, you know how Grawl Two worked. You know, if you didn't have all the DLC, if everybody didn't have all the DLC, you couldn't play. You couldn't like even match up with the person who had all the DLC. So hopefully that doesn't cause problems. You know, like, oh, Wing can't host any of the games unless everybody bought their game from GameStop. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, exactly. Right. So. I'll, I'll, I just, I would like to hear what people think. Um, yeah. Should I skip it and stick to my guns? Um, and, and, I mean, in reality, I'll save $10. And get an additional ten dollars off a future title if I go through Amazon. That's twenty bucks, and it's supposed to one map. Yeah, I'd go through Amazon. Ditto. Keep sticking it to them. <laughs> so, I, th- I think you guys. I think that's probably what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But I want to hear from the community. Right. Well, you just heard from two. You guys don't count, though. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, Rob, you're all all Mass Effect 3 today, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you Uh, got? As usual, I like my numbers, so I'm going to talk about some Mass Effect 3 numbers. And Mass Effect 3, in the first 24 hours, sold 890,000 units. That's, Uh That's pretty darn impressive. Oh, you know, yeah. for for a game that's not uh, call of something or in a field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a Mass Effect three, I think, like, I think they're looking at what three, four, five million, is what their goals are. I think for that, because they even said like the pre-orders for Mass Effect three, like, were well over Mass Effect two, which was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, this game doesn't do 12, 20 million or whatever, but it does a lot for, you know, for that type of game, which I think's, you know, fantastic. So, absolutely. And, and you know, one one thing I don't, you don't hear many, uh, very many people talk about is this is like the last game of the vision that they had for, you know. Everything you do in the first game goes over to the second game. Everything you do in the second game goes over to the third game. Like, they've done it. And I don't know of anybody else that's done stuff like that. Yeah, really. And and I think it's I think I think it's super cool that they've done that. And I think more trilogies and things like this should should carry over like that. I think what they did was really cool and you know, and like yeah, so I'm in two thousand ten playing the game. Thanks, Rob. Um <laughs> But uh, You're welcome. I really do. I really do like the games. It just took me a while to get into playing that first one. But, you know, I love the second one. It's really fun. I can't wait to play the third now. Like, I'm itching to finish the second one just to go get the third. Hurry up. Hurry up. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's really cool what they've done. So, 
that's cool that they got that many, almost a million in 24 hours. So. Oh, absolutely. But. So, how about you, Brian? What you got next? Well, uh, before we started the show, we were talking about this. Uh, a couple week, weeks ago, we were talking about how Microsoft wasn't going to allow, you know, the rumor was they weren't, weren't going to allow used games on the system. And then I think we mentioned about, like, there's isn't going to have a drive in it, um, like a disk drive. Um, this story came out March 9th from the UK, actually. I think it's on IGN. It says the next Xbox to have no disk drive. Um, so basically says won't contain a physical disk drive, according to a new report. A source close to British Trade Magazine, M- MCV, claims that Microsoft revealed this information under what is described as the strictest NDA they have ever encountered, but yet they're talking about it. Um says, while the console will not contain a disk drive, according to the source, reports suggest it will contain some sort of interchangeable solid-state storage, or card storage, although it is not known whether it will be proprietary or a more standard format like SD. Um, let's hope they don't make the same mistake as Sony and make it proprietary, but we are talking Microsoft here, so I'm guessing that it will be proprietary. <laughs> um you're talking about the people who make their hard drives proprietary. So, yeah. Um, so, are, so are we coming full circle with this almost? Because we started off with cartridges, then we went to discs. It, it, I, and now I, are we going I, back? Well, if you think about it, you know, 16 gig, you know, 32 gig graphics, those SD cards are only like, what, 40 bucks? So, and that's how many more times the sp- how many more times the space than the uh, DVD that they have that we get na- our games on now. So, I mean, if you think about it, they're actually up there with Blu-ray as far as space on on a on you know on the storage device. Um, you know, I I think it would be kind of cool to to have something like that. Um, I, w- I will say that I would really like to have something put in. If they don't have a disk drive and they and they go to the SD cards, it, do- it doesn't matter to me, honestly. Um, well, the big thing is is that you won't have backwards compatibility. Um, so hang on to your Xbox 360 if this is the case. Um, I've read a lot of comments where people are like, if they do this, I'm going back to Sony. And I'm just like, um, these people obviously haven't been reading too much about Sony because Sony is thinking about going to the AMD and getting rid of the cell processor, which means all their games won't be backwards compatibility either. Um, so, no matter what the device is, I, I just would really like the ability to be able to switch games without changing devices. So, that's that's my big thing out of it. Um, they also claim that uh, 2013 release window for the hardware has been confirmed. So... 2013 maybe the new Xbox 360. But I mean, what do you guys think? <laughs> Crickets? Crickets? <laughs> nice. Sorry, you guys can crickets as I'm trying to get a cat out of chewing all the <laughs> networking wire underneath my desk. <laughs> If it doesn't, Wait. if it doesn't have a, a CD drive or a Blu-ray drive, then it completely can't be used as a media device. You can't use watch your DVDs. You can't watch your Blu-rays. You, do you know what I mean? It, it if you want to become the media home center console, then and you have to have Blu-ray in there. Oh, there. Well, if you can offer 1080p movies through streaming. Or anything that you've purchased on the marketplace. It can still be that still be that hub, which I, they have. I, I think mean, I think it's gonna hurt it. I I I don't use mine to watch DVDs. I do watch the stream stuff. Um I don't think I've I might have I've used it for to watch some DVDs. I can't say that I haven't before. But 
Well, I mean, it's nothing like, you know, an Apple TV or anything like that. Where... Like, like I don't we have a DVD player in our in our main family room and I have the big TV actually in my office, <laughs> which may change here soon. But when I watch a movie that I want to watch it on the big, nice, big, huge television, I put it in the Xbox because I don't have a DVD player in here. You know, I don't need a DVD player because my Xbox plays the movies. You know, it's just one less thing and one less thing I have to plug in and less cables I have to have. And, you know, it'd be nice to have just the, the Xbox play the DVDs and the Blu-rays and, you know, not go to this SD format. Right. I I just... Now, what's that going to do? What are you going to put that in? You're going to have cases just as big? Are they going to go to these really tiny cases? An SD card's oh. pretty darn small. Oh, yeah, well, you would hope that they go to tiny cases. A lot of people are complaining that, you know, the cases are these still big pieces of hunking plastic, which I believe it's recycled plastic anyways. Yeah, do you have, but, you have uh, you got a, a DS's in your house, don't you? Yes. You ever had your kids lose their DS games? Uh, because the DS games, yes. Yeah, because they're like a postage stamp. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I prefer that I can see and find my games. You get something that's the size of a postage stamp, good luck finding it. <laughs> yeah. fall on the Drop it on the couches. floor, the dog's going to eat it, man. It's gone. 60s. And you know it'll probably increase the price. They'll be like, well, SD cards are more expensive to make than discs. Yeah. It'll be an excuse to increase prices. And we'll just have to see. I mean, Microsoft came back and said, although we're looking at, you know, ways to improve our next console, we don't speak on rumor or speculation. So, but, yeah. You know, like Wing was saying, the, the whole issue about going to the solid state of whatever form is going to be losing the drives because people are so used to it. I mean, we've had drives and systems now, what, for about 15, 17 years, you know, going back to PCs. So everybody's used to the disk drive or the CD drives, DVD drives, whatever the format is drives. You're used to them. You kind of expect them. And, you know, Probably in the next five years or so, the drives are going to go the way of, you know, eight tracks, Dodo Bird. cassettes, and the Dodo Bird, and all that good stuff. Because, you know, more and more is going to be digitally streamed. And I also, you know, the the discs also are prone to scratches and. All that good stuff. Having a cartridge of some sort or a flash card or whatever, that would be a lot easier if you tend to abuse your stuff a little bit. And in terms of cost, they don't, you know, the, the like the micro SDs that we use in our phones and a lot of our devices or even the regular SDs for cameras, they're made to be rewritable. They don't need a rewritable cartridge. They just need to write it once. So it's essentially ROM with... I mean, they probably don't even need a save thing on there like they do for the Nintendo cartridges. Because I think the Nintendo cartridges save onto the... No, Nintendo systems save onto the cartridges, not the system itself. Right. So, I don't know if it's cheaper to make, but I, I would hope it would be. But just imagine the speed of that. Just imagine games loading in just a couple seconds versus, you know, 10, 20, 30 seconds. Yep. It'd be a lot quieter. It would be quieter, <laughs> and it would speed up the definite, you know, definitely speed stuff up, but I just, do we want, you know, it, it just cuts out a lot of other useful features. And I think yeah. if they're the only one to come out that goes that route, I mean, it doesn't play, I mean, again, I guess the Wii doesn't play DVDs, even though it has a drive. It doesn't, it doesn't play, so, I don't know, it hasn't slowed them down. Yeah. But... Uh, it's because nobody uses them anymore. <laughs> but I, I just think that if, you know, the the Sony PlayStation... PlayStation 4, you, you, do you think they're going to take the Blu-ray drive out? No. Probably. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, Unlikely. Yeah, who knows? I mean, you never know, but... I mean, there was Blu-ray was their big deal. 
that's probably the only thing they're making money off of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then in the Vita, they went to the cartridge. They went back to the small cartridges, the proprietary ones. So. Well, see, for a handheld device, I don't care what, but for a home console. I would want to be able to play my DVDs, and it's hooked up to my TV. I mean, these things are hooked up to your big TVs to play the. I will, I will you know, it, to me, it takes a feature away from it. They're stripping that feature out of it. Yeah, but the feature is evolving. Then it should be an option, like it is now. I have the option to stream my video if I want to. Right. You know, DVD hasn't disappeared. The physical media of a DVD of a disc-based media hasn't disappeared. So I don't or, know. I would find it just know, odd. If, if if they dump the the drive in the next generation, I mean, just get a twenty dollars DVD player. I mean, those things are like a dime a dozen now. That's just something else to plug in and more <laughs> wires and. So then you'll have two things. More remotes and you know. Put it next to your VCR. So. They can't so think, be the think, they can't be the home entertainment center if they're if they're not if they don't have a disc based drive in it. Because then they'll have every single movie online. No, they won't. Liars! <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. The big companies will never let that happen. Yep. <laughs> not unless they get millions of dollars for a four year old crappy movie. Oh, sorry. 15-year-old crappy movie. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. That's something to think on. Yep. See what happens. Happens in the future. So, Mark, this next one here has kind of got me kind of a little bummed. Um, okay, well, Rainbow Six Patriots. Um, it just came out uh, early. I think it was the beginning of this week that the creative director um, has been replaced. And of course, everybody thought, well, maybe Ubisoft did not like the path that the storyline was taking, that it was going this dark kind of route that of where like normal citizens were becoming terrorists, if you will, um, killing bank executives and stuff like that. And, you know, um, so the natural thought was that, oh, well, they've gotten rid of the creative director. That means they're going to completely rewrite the story, so the game's going to get delayed. Uh, it turns out, according to Ubisoft, that, that the removal or that David Sears uh, leaving the project was mutual. Um, it sounds like he has moved on to a major project for a major brand. So it looks like he's basically just changed companies. Um, maybe he's going over to Halo 4. <laughs> um, we don't know where he's going but uh, the Ubisoft Montreal CEO Yanis uh, Malat has stated that this will not affect the current release schedule, it will not change the storyline um, it's not a it has no reflection on the current story which personally when I first read, the, first read that this guy was gone I'm like, oh, good, they'll change this back to a standard Rainbow Six game and get away from this. Because I really don't like the way it was going. I, I don't really care that much for it. Um, I'll still get the game because I love Rainbow, and hopefully the game will be fun. But um, I was actually like, oh, good, you know, even though it's going to get delayed, uh, maybe we'll get a new game and it'll be more of what traditional Rainbow g game that we're used to. And it looks like we're not going to get that, so... I, I kind of like the idea of, you know, playing on both sides of the, you know, and kind of getting that feeling for the terrorist or whatever that they were doing. I kind of liked it. I thought it was going to be, well, not to mention that it looked completely awesome, but, you know, that's what I was nervous about. It was just like, oh, no, they're just going to, it's going to be I Am Alive Part 2 or something like that. <laughs> So next thing we hear, it's going to be a deal, downloadable game. <laughs> so, so no, it's still on track and still on target, and so yeah, it'll be delayed. Due out late or due out in 2013. So, so next year, mid 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 2014. 
<laughs> it's Ubisoft, right? Yeah, they that's true. Delayed. They got delayed at least twice before they can release it. <laughs> that's true. It's Ubisoft yeah. Montreal, so. So. But that's right. it for that. It's time for Rob to earn his money. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, this week we've got uh, an, a message here from Voodoo. Voodoo writes in with the winners of the GDC awards, ME3 was not out yet when the ballots were made. Will it still have a chance next year or will it be droned? Uh, with the games that will come out in the meantime. What do you guys think? Uh, it, it, it probably it won't win anything. It's kind of like one of those things that the games that come out earlier in the year, they usually get forgotten by time Game yeah, of the it's... Year stuff rolls around anyways with all the newer stuff. So, but, well, I mean, Mass Effect has pulled through a couple times because it always released early in the year and people seem to remember it. So I really can't say one thing or the other. Um, all I can say is, you know, GDC choice awards really isn't that well known or big type of thing. I looked at the, um, cause Voodoo gave us the link to the, the winners and stuff like that. I kind of looked at the categories and was like, ah, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. It all depends on what comes out, but, People seem to remember Mass Effect, but typically for games that release early in the year, they usually get buried or forgotten. It's just like the movies, I think. Yeah, true. You know, it's like it seems like the Academy Awards are always for what recently came out. If it came out in the, you know, right after the awards last year, or you know, in the in the springtime, it's gets ignored. Anything from summer and fall is all that seems to get up there. Yeah. So. Well, at least I mean, at least. It's better than a music industry. If you're if you're a rock group, or if you're not country or top forty singers or whatever, you don't win crap anymore. And I just say that because like the the Foo Fighters won like so many. The Foo Fighters won a ton, ton of awards this year, but they were up for Album of the Year, which was awesome, and they got beat by some person, Adele. And I was just like, who? <laughs> who what? Where? Who's Adele? But it's like, oh, I think I know she has a couple songs or something here or there. But yeah, probably, probably a couple songs. <laughs> You're just not with it, bro. Nope. You're just not I'm hip. Not. Nope. You're old. Yes, that's that's <laughs> what I've heard. <laughs> Could maybe be you need, maybe hair. you need to go get it. Maybe you need a nap. <laughs> And a hip replacement. Well, the, first, <laughs> <laughs> well the, the first thing I thought was like Adele. I was like, is that did that is that another person that came from, um, what's the the show? Um, oh my gosh, what's the singing show on TV that's worthless? American Idol. Yes, American Idol. I was like, is that another American Idol winner or something like that? I've never heard of this person <laughs> yeah. before. <laughs> so. All right. Cool. I think that's it. That is all. So, uh, for now, you can go to this Xbox Life and, you know, see all the stuff. Hopefully, you get directly to it. <laughs> uh, still working on the new uh, the new changes in sight. Um, that will be coming shortly. Hey, um, I think we should clarify. Um, you might have freaked people out last time when you said, "Oh, the site was hacked." It's nothing that's going to hurt or harm or affect anybody on the visitors. It it, it impacted what the search engine sees. Oh, yeah. You do a search for our site. Our site is fine. You can go to the site. You can click and read the stories, go to the forums. It's just if for some reason, if you do a Google search for the site, we come up and, and it shows that we like sell Viagra and Cialis and stuff, but we don't. And but some, it, sometimes it, you get a sometimes you get redirected to a a fake website, but if you hit refresh, it bounces right back to ours. That's the only thing that you may bump into. But other than that, yeah, if you go to Google and look at all the descriptions, you know, we sell Viagra and all that stuff. So, so yeah. I still think it's a Google thing, but oh, eh. 
Yeah, so. changes are coming. But thisxboxlife.com, you can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Operators uh, are standing by now. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, we have uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Zazzle are all website.com slash thisxboxlife. And leave us a voicemail at 224-698-XBOX. It's 224-698-9269. And I am challenging the community for voicemails for next week. Yep. I won't, so, do I... To buy a GameStop or not to buy a GameStop? That's the question of the week. Yep. That's so. so where we should be hearing challenge accepted. Yes. So, cool. Well, with that, I'm Brun, BJ Swick 33 I'm Rob, also known as Pre-Star. Catch you later. I'm Mark KK Wingman 709, taking off to play Mass Effect 3. Woo-woo. The quiet hand, just stay away.